Ang biyaya ng Diyos ay sumaating lahat. Welcome po muli sa ating Sunday Worship Celebration dito sa Christchurch, Ortigas. At sa hapong ito ay pagpapatuloy natin ang Come, Follow, Go. Ito po yung ating team uh, for the month of June and July. At uh, atin pong uh, uh, sariwain kung ano yung pinag-usapan natin last week. Ang pinag-usapan natin last week ay patungkol sa ano nga ba ang Christian at ang disciple? Ang totoo niyan, wala pong pinagkaiba yun. At um, kung tayo ay kinakategorize natin yun, ibig sabihin ay uh, hindi natin alam kung anong nakalagay sa tinatawag na banal na kasulatan. Sa araw na ito, uh, ating ipagpapatuloy at uh, pag-usapan natin ang uh, kahalagahan ng tinatawag na uh, pagiging disciple, pagiging uh, Um, alagad ng Panginoong Jesus Pero bago ang lahat, tayo po ay manalangin Dakilang Diyos na makapangyarihan sa lahat Kami po ay lumalapit sa inyo Muli po, Panginoon Patnubayan niyo po kami sa aming mga pag-aaralan sa hapong ito Kayo po ang may taas At kami po, Panginoon, ang inyong mga lingkod Ay patuloy na um, um, mag-aaral, Panginoon, ng inyong salita upang sa ganon ang uh, lahat ng aming mapag-aralan ay makapagpabago sa aming buhay. Kayo po, Panginoon, ang may taas sa discussion na ito at nawa, Panginoon, sa mga maririning namin ay uh, siyang makakapagpabago sa amin, Panginoon. Lalong-lalo na sa buhay bilang Kristiyano. Kayo po ang may taas muli, Panginoon. Salamat po. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. The way of a disciple. The way of a disciple. Uh, ano nga ba ang kahalagahan? At uh, ipapakita natin, um, paano nga ba ito? Bakit mahalaga ang pagiging alagad? At uh, bakit mahalaga ang gawain ng isang alagad? So, meron akong mga, mga babasahing mga um, verses sa Bible. At uh, uh, habang binabasa ko ito, uh, nawa ay... Uh, maka-catch up kayo sa lahat ng ating pag-uusapan. First, if you have your Bibles with you, I would like you to open it in Acts chapter 18. Acts chapter 18. At uh, dito po, makikilala natin ang dalawang uh, uh, pangalan. Ang pangalan dito ay si Aquila at saka si Priscilla. Si Priscilla at si Aquila. Uh, kasi ito po ay uh, time ni Uh, Paul na kung saan pumunta siya sa Corinth. At doon sa Corinth, uh, galing siya sa Athens, pumunta siya sa Corinth at na-met niya itong si, si isang Hudyo na ang pangalan si Aquila. Um, a native of Pontus, sabi dito uh, sa verse 2, who had recently come from Italy with his wife, Priscilla. So mag, mag-asawa po ito. At um, they were husband and wife and they were tent, tent makers. Uh, that Paul meet in the in Corinth, Paul begin to disciple them and takes them to Ephesus with him. Yung disciple um, na, na pinag-uusapan dito ay yung Kristiano. Pagiging Kristiano, sabi natin, walang pinagkaiba doon sa pagiging disciple. So in verse, ano, uh, verse 3, And because he was a tent maker as they were, he stayed and worked with them. So, nakasama ito ng matagal na panahon ni Pablo. Um, in, in this verse, uh, says that the reason for Paul's relationship with them was because of their shared profession. Pareho sila ng ginagawa. At um, uh, Paul leaves them there and 
uh, according to 1 Corinthians chapter 16, verse 19, ito yung nakasulat. The churches of Asia send you greetings, Aquila and Priscilla, together with the church in their house, send you hearty greetings in the Lord. So, in 1 Corinthians chapter 16, in mention ang pangalan ni Aquila at ni Priscilla. In 1 Corinthians chapter 16, uh, ang nasasabi dito na, na for a wide door for, for effective work has opened to me and there are many adversities. So, they planted a church in their home in Ephesus. At um, masasabi natin na yung mga panahong yon ang mga churches ay ang mga tao at dahil ang tao ang mga churches, it's composed of what we call home churches. Ito ay mga mga maliliit na gathering, hindi, tayo, hindi katulad ngayon na ang church ngayon ay building, sila ay nasa home gathering at dahil doon ay dumadami at dumadami at dumadami sila which would have taken place in AD 50. Paul later writes to Timothy uh, from a Roman prison in AD 67 in 2 Timothy chapter 4, verse 19. Sabi doon, Greet Prisca and Aquila, or Priscilla and Aquila, and the household of Onesiphorus. So, we find uh, 17 years, about 17 years later, Priscilla and Aquila were still faithfully serving and leading. So, why is that so important? So, it is important because the co-worker you may disciple now might, might plant a church where, or churches where they lead people to Christ for decades. Can you imagine that? Now, yung pinag-uukulan mo ng pansin, siguro pasaway yan taong yan, o marami kang problema sa taong yan, pero ipinag-uukulan mo ng pansin, ay nagpapatuloy o magpapatuloy sa gawain at sooner or later siya kas, uh, kasama ng mga kasama niya ngayon or meron siya makakasama in the future ay magtatayo ng mga iglesia para sa Panginoon. That is not all they did actually. Uh, Tingnan natin yung uh, uh, chapter 18 ng verse uh, ng, ng ng book of Acts wherein we can see there in verse 24 to 28 sabi doon now a Jew named Apollos a native of Alexandria came to Ephesus he was an eloquent man competent in the scriptures he had been instructed in the way of the Lord and being fervent in spirit he spoke and taught accurately the things concerning Jesus Though he knew only the baptism of John, he began to speak boldly in the synagogue. But when Priscilla and Aquila heard him, they took him aside and explained to him the way of God more accurately. And, they, and he, when he, he wished to cross the Achaia, to Achaia, the brothers encouraged him to wrote to the disciples to welcome him when he arrived. He greatly, he greatly helped those who through grace had Believe, for he powerfully refuted the Jews in public, showing by the scriptures that the Christ was Jesus. So, Apollos, 
Yan na naman. May pangalan na naman na nag-appear dito. Apollos was a disciple of John the Baptist who believed and thought the, the, that Jesus was the Messiah. However, he lacked certain further information for who Jesus was and what the church was all about. Medyo may kulang doon sa mga pinagsasabi niya na narinig siya ni Priscilla at Aquila at dahil doon, uh, kinausap siya. Diba? So they taught Apollos, they discipled Apollos, then later they encouraged him and introduced him to the disciples. Later, we learned that Apollos worked with closely with Paul and helped many churches. Saan yun? In 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 6, sabi doon, I planted, Apollos watered, but God gave the growth. Wow! This is, this is amazing, actually. It's so amazing when we look closely in the Word of God that uh, the way of a disciple is actually accurate. And when we look at it, it really moves. Therefore, a church is not just a building. A church is an organism. It's something that will grow. Ang tanong dito, is our church growing? Is, your, is, you, uh, is our movement growing? The truth is that when we look at each other, are we growing? Diba? So, in, in, in the same chapter, in 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 16, sabi niyo, do you not know that you are God's temple and that God's Spirit dwells in you? That means when we say our, our body, it means the temple of the Spirit. So, it becomes an organism where it grows. Particularly when we look at all these verses in the Bible. Apollos' leadership later became nearly as influential as Paul and Peter. Where is that? In 1 Corinthians chapter 12, Sabidon. Now concerning your spiritual gifts, brothers, I do not want you to be uninformed. You know that when you are pagans, you, are, you were led astray to mute idols. However, you were led. Therefore, I want you to understand that no one speaking to the Spirit of God ever says Jesus is accursed. And no one can say Jesus is Lord except in the Holy Spirit. Now, sabi doon, there are varieties of gifts, but the same Spirit. There are varieties of service, but the same Lord. And there are varieties of activities, but it is the same God who empowers them all in everyone. To each is given manifestation of the Spirit for the common good. For to one is given through the Spirit the utterance of wisdom, and to another the utterance of knowledge according to the same Spirit, to another faith by the same Spirit, to another gifts of healing by the Spirit, and to another, the working of miracles, to another prophecy, to another, the ability to distinguish between spirits, to another, various kinds of tongues, to another, the interpretation of tongues. All these are empowered by one and the same Spirit who apportion to each one individually as He wills. For just as the body is one, as many members of all the, mem uh, all the members of the body, through many are one body. So it with uh, Christ, for in one spirit we were all baptized into one body, Jews and Greeks, slave and free, and all were made to drink, to drink in one spirit. So it explains here the church, the church that really growing. 
growing. So, pagka tinignan natin ito, yung, yung uh, letter na yon na, na binigay ay patungkol ito sa tinatawag na missionary journey, hindi lang ni Paul, kung hindi ng kanyang kasama, si, uh, si uh, Priscilla at si Aquila, and later on, it's Apollos. Diba? So, itong mga, mga bagay na ito ay dapat makita natin. Um, in, in, in 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 12, what I mean is that each one of you says, I follow Paul, or I follow Apollos, or I follow Cephas, or I follow Christ. Why is this so important? The young men who take aside to teach and disciple may go on to be one of the most influential leaders in the church. That's the truth. That's the truth. It became a chain reaction actually. Hindi mo nakikita to ngayon. Tandaan mo, may ginagawa si Lord. Maybe you're just part of of something that is so big and yet you have a small part of it. But be mindful of the work of the Holy Spirit because if you are mindful, therefore you know that there is re- there are reason reasons to to why we're doing the things that we do. So, bibigyan ko kayo ng, ng, ano, ng isang kwento. Yung kwento ko. <laughs> Actually, kung tutusin, yung kaharap nyo ngayon at yung pinapakinggan nyo ngayon ay walang direction dati sa buhay. That's the truth. Plain and simple truth. No direction at all in life. But, however, ah, nung aking kabataan, merong naniwala sa akin, merong nagtiyaga sa akin. At yung pagtatiyaga, ah, hindi lang ah, hindi lang isa, hindi lang, but merong, merong isang main person si, si Pastor Tito, siya yung nagturo sa akin, tinuruan niya ako, unti-unti pinaliwanag sa akin, unti-unti dinidisciple niya ako, dinidisiplina niya ako. And I'm here right now, a person who actually in the what we call in the in, in mission with the Lord Jesus Christ. So the young man, uh, during his youth, right now in front of you, uh, preaching the word of God, the good news of the the Lord, and this is a missionary journey for us. So even though uh, the, the the people around you are not doing the things that you are doing, and you become so frustrated, katulad ko, di ba? The truth is that I am. I was so frustrated. Um, I am so frustrated all the time because of what is happening in the church. But with this in mind, I know that there is what we call future in the things that we are doing. So let let us just look at it in on how the way of uh, the disciple. Uh, that we can learn from Paul and we can apply it today. You see, Paul in missional, in the workplace, and disciples Priscilla and Aquila, who plant a church and disciple a man named Apollos, who becomes one of the most influential leaders in the early church, who himself disciples many others. This is what we call generational discipleship. Karami na, no? Kasi ang CCO is about relational discipleship. Now, we are actually thinking about 
in a relational discipleship, we know that the Lord is doing something to create what we call generational discipleship. That's the truth. Discipleship, generational, this is the power of multiplication. This is the power of the church. This is the power of God that is in us. We become uh, puzzle pieces in a way. Being a disciple, I became one of the puzzle pieces wherein it fits on that particular moment, on that particular time, in that movement, so that the future of the church will not die. That's the truth. This is God's plan. This is the heart of the church. Discipleship was not an afterthought. Huh? Ibig sabihin, ito ay gawa ng Diyos 2,000 years back. Bakit nakarating sa atin ang salita ng Diyos? Ang nangyari 2,000 years ago because of the work of the disciples of Jesus Christ. That's the truth again. So, when we say this is God's way, discipleship is God's way in Matthew 4, sabi, early church was called the way. It is a way of life. It is a lifestyle. Kung hindi mo lifestyle, ang mag-disciple, hindi mo a lifestyle, ang magtiyaga sa tao, kung hindi mo lifestyle ang pagiging kristyano, then we are missing the point of being a Christian. Because being a Christian is actually having that in investment. You are investing your time, your resources, your talent, your everything so that the kingdom of God here on earth will grow. Diba? Marami nagsasabi, Pastor, kinikilangan ba namin gawin yung mga ganyan? Kinikilangan ba namin mag, magpastor para, para uh, doon sa kingdom? Well, hindi naman masama yun. So, balit, maraming ways kung paano tayo mag-disciple. And we can also be a disciple, uh, a mission supporter. ba? Dahil ang totoo niyan, sabi nga ni Jesus Christ, is that um, the, the, the workers are few. Kaya nga, kung tutuusin, pwede naman. So, balit kung titignan mo, kahit na yung ginagawa mo sa buhay ay pwedeng maging discipleship tool or the, the time that you spend in, uh, in your office, in your, in your school, in any, anywhere you're going every day. It's a time of discipleship because it is a life a lifestyle. In Matthew chapter 4 verse 8 verse I think kabisado kabisado natin to. Follow me and I will make you fishers of men. If you are not a fishers of men, you are not a follower of Jesus. That's the truth. So what does it mean to be a disciple? It means disciples are called by God. 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 14. To this, he called you through our gospel, so that you may obtain the glory of our Lord, Jesus Christ. You are called by God. And if you are a Christian, you are a disciple, therefore you are called by God. And since you are called by God, sabihin mo dyan sa katabi mo, umayos ka. <laughs> umayos ka kasi ang katotohanan is that when, when we say, I am called by 
my God. Therefore, I am a disciple. And since I am called by God, I will do everything what God called me to do. Hmm. Siguro yung pisa pa lang, medyo, teka muna, pastor, medyo mahirap yan. Yes, mahirap. Hindi naman sabing madali. Ha? Mahirap siya. So, balit kung ikaw ay mag-surrender sa Panginoon, surrender mo yung time mo, yung energy mo, yung resources mo, God will make a way for you. And hopefully, God will make it easy for you. <laughs> Another thing, disciple, disciples die to themselves. In Matthew chapter 16, verse 24 to 26, sabi doon, Then Jesus told his disciples, If anyone would come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. For whoever saves his life will lose it, but whoever loses his life for my sake will find it. For what will it profit a man if he gains the whole world and forfeits soul? Or what shall a man gives in return for his soul? You see, your primary reason to exist in this world, being a disciple of Jesus Christ, is for you to deny yourself and take up your cross. Move forward with the Lord Jesus Christ. It doesn't matter how many trophies you have. These are all nothing as compared to what the Lord has in store for you. It doesn't matter... What? How many churches you 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 uh, planted? What matters is that you are doing it for the sake of Christ, and that is the most important thing of being a Christian, of being a disciple. You see, if you are only exist for the temporal, such as money, power. Fame, you want all of these things that for you without Jesus Christ, then you will end up nothing. Why? Because these are limited, these are temporary. But if you surrender your life to Jesus, that's permanent, that is forever. You're actually investing your life for eternity. Eternal. So, that is a challenge. If you are a disciple, you deny yourself or die to self and live for the Lord Jesus Christ. The next thing is the disciple worship Jesus. In Philippians chapter 2, verse 9 to 11, Therefore God has highly exalted him and bestowed on him the name that is above every name, so that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow in heaven and on earth and underneath the, uh, under the earth, and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Hmm. If you are a disciple or Christian, you worship Jesus. Ang mahirap dito, mahirap mag-worship doon sa under the earth. What do I mean? The truth is that Jesus Christ is God everywhere, even in hell. Hindi totoo na merong hari sa 
tinatawag na hell. Ang hari pa rin doon ay ang Panginoong Yesus. Kaya lang, pagka sinabing every knee will bow, dito sa earth, tayo ay magbaw. Pero sa hell, ha, by force. By force. The, it, it, it will be a gruesome experience for eternity. So, if you are a Christian, learn and practice worship and worship Jesus with the with your mind with the words that come out from your mouth and with your action worship him because the truth is that he's God he deserves our worship no one or nobody else deserves it but Jesus Christ alone Disciples are uh, the one who imitate Christ. Philippians chapter 3 verse 17, Brothers, join in imitating me and keep your eyes on those who walk according to the example you have in us. In 1 Peter chapter 2 verse 21, For to this you have been called because Christ also suffered for you, leaving you an example so that you might follow in His steps. You imitate Christ. Ang sabi nung isa, Pastor, mahirap imitate si Christ, hindi ko na nakikita eh. Well, this is the truth to all the leaders out there. Church leaders, imitate Jesus Christ so that people will imitate you as you imitate Christ. In 1 John chapter 2, verse 6, whoever says, he abides in him ought to walk in the same way in which he walked. And I believe this is one of the hardest part of being a disciple. Living by example. Because the truth is that even me, I'm not that perfect. And so when we say, imitate me as I imitate Christ, there's a lot of things that I need to undo so that, you, so that people will imitate what uh, Christ did through me. Ang problema, ako ay makasaladan. And when I say that, it means that maraming mga bagay na hindi katulad at hindi kaaya-aya. Ha? Hindi katulad ni Kristo. That's why every day I try, I try to imitate Christ so that in a way I can be a good example for those eyes that is looking at me. And, of course, disciples make disciples. Kailangan pa bang Diba? It is the Great Commission that it says, Go and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit and teaching them to, to obey everything that I have uh, teach you and know I am with you even to the end of the age. Christ made it clear so Perfectly clear. Huh? It's so clear. The Great Commission was not a new idea to the disciples. It was not some new um, pep talk. <laughs> Hindi ganon. But it's something that Christ made it clear from day one when calling His disciples that disciples make disciples. 
if you think that disciples doesn't make disciples, then you just listen to the words of Jesus Christ himself. Because we are made to do that. Pero pastor, ano ako eh? Uh, busy akong tao. Why not? Marami ka pa rin kasamang mga tao. At yung mga tao ngayon, pwede mo namang habang kasama mo sila. Habang gumagawa kayo. Habang na, ewan ko kung anong ginagawa mo. Pero pwede mo namang ipahayag ang mabuting balita sa kanya. He calls every follower into mission because the Great Commission was not a new idea to the disciples. It was not some new idea. When he called his first disciples, says, follow me. The first thing that being a disciple is to, he, they followed Jesus Christ. And then he said, I will make you. That means Christ will change you. And then he said, fishers of men. The understanding of this verse should be very simple. And yet it is somehow often missed. Disciple makes disciples. Simple as that. If we are following Jesus, we will be fishers of men or disciple makers. This was true when Jesus first, is, you know, first called it. Uh, his first disciples, and it was true later when he commissioned his disciples before the ascension. Diba? In scripture, we find our four recordings of the Great Commission given to the disciples before the ascension. Bago siya umakit sa langit, itong sinabi niya, Mark chapter 16, verse 15, and he said to them, go into the world and proclaim the gospel to the whole creation. In Mark chapter 16, verse 15, sinabi niya ito. This is Mark's recording. Of the Great Commission. Actually, it, it, it was written by Mark um, listening to Peter. Uh, the important thing to take note of here is that the Great Commission is about the proclamation of the gospel. This is Mark's recording of the Great Commission. Preach the gospel. And what is the gospel? The gospel is not the good news of Jesus Christ who died for you, for everyone. That whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. Let's bring people to heaven with us. And doing that is to make disciples. Invest to people. We must have what we call reach in Acts chapter 1 verse 8. But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you. And you will be my witnesses. In, in Jerusalem, and all Judea and Samaria, and to the end of the world, or to the end of the earth. Here is where Christ tells us how we are to proclaim. To all, the, to, to all the, make disciples. It starts where you are. You don't need to, to go somewhere to, for a mission, but it starts where you are. But if God will lead you to a mission, then better. Sabi nga ng aking uh, narinig na bata, betterer. Uh, and then go to your Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. Whoever close to you, then that one may do. Then disciple. 
Go therefore and make disciples of all the nation. My goodness, this is a great commission. Why is it that there are a lot of people miss this part? Because the truth is that they just want the idea, but they don't want to play the idea. <laughs> I don't know. But we are to proclaim the gospel everywhere to everyone and then build a relationship. Relational discipleship with them in which we teach them in depth and what it means to follow Christ. Why is it that it's so important for us to have a relational discipleship? You know why? Because in everything, in everything, Lahat yan, simula nung, nung ginawa tayo, binigay ang uh, Ten Commandments at kung ano-ano pa binigay yung gift ng Holy Spirit. Ito, it's because of what we call relationship. And so, we build a relational environment for us to proclaim what we call discipleship. So, kinikailangan magkaroon tayo ng relasyon sa mga tao. At dahil doon, pagkakatiwalaan tayo at pagkakatiwalaan nila si Kristo. We are sent to proclaim the gospel into this world. Don't miss it. Do not miss this great opportunity of discipling the nation. Take note from Paul, Priscilla and Aquila, Apollos, and it's a great missionary journey up to us. Tandaan natin. Let's just be strong in this, in our conviction to disciple people, to disciple this nation. Let us be a disciple maker. Who knows your part? It may be so little, but it plays a major connection to a great multitude in the future. God bless you.